Now streaming on Not the Podcast You Deserve. Sometimes having a nice, delicious beer is just the best part of your day. What about talking with your friends about movies and stuff? The beer usually wins. <laughs> and that's the best intro we've had. Welcome to Not the Podcast You Deserve, where... Or at least two of us are excited to be here, and the other one's just. I'm happy so to excited be to be here because I brought the beer with me. I yeah, yeah. I can't wait to listen to this episode just to hear that intro. Well, <laughs> that needs to be like your yeah. New, please don't turn it off afterwards. That needs to be your new. That also wasn't me like being excited about it. That was me like being like sad alcoholic sounding. No, yeah, about that it. needs to be like the mm, new open yeah. for the show. Like sometimes the best. Gosh, thing. that's gonna be. That's great. Yeah, I love that. Let's That's, see if we can't pull that It's going to be just the saddest. All right. If only one of us knew how to edit the podcast. I'm Kyle. One <laughs> of us is Drew. The other one is Baker. We're not the podcast you deserve for tonight. This is our now streaming episode. We're going to talk about the stuff that we've been watching, stuff that you should watch, stuff that maybe you should stay away from. But first, guys, there's a lot of bad news and some oh, good no. news this week. Did y'all hear about Jonathan Majors? Sure did. Yeah. I have some hot sports opinions That's on tough. that that are probably not great for this listening audience, so I'm going to keep it to myself, but I'll talk to you guys about it afterwards. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sounds like probably the best thing <laughs> for, for everyone's sake. Um, man. I just I can't wait to hear what everybody who does listen to our podcast think. They're all going to be outraged on either sure. side. Everybody's yeah. going to be outraged at you because you wouldn't just say what you actually think. Well, yeah, that's true. I just don't want Dale to not like me. <laughs> that well, ship has sailed. That's gone. Yeah, that's, that's probably that's gone. That's true. Jonathan Majors was arrested this weekend in New York and was charged with strangulation, assault, and harassment of a woman. Hope the woman's okay. And uh, I'm, I'm really sad about this. His lawyers claim he's done nothing wrong. Believe it or not. Isn't that crazy? Uh, they're saying he's, there's no way he's in the wrong. My client is innocent. That would be wild to see that one shakes out. Yeah. And, you know, let's just take this a step beyond, you know, the, the real world aspect. Because, yeah, that, that's really bad if that's true. really hope he didn't do that. Also, you know Kevin Feige is at Marvel going, Son of a... I've the next eight movies planned out around this guy. It's like a, it's like Ezra Miller's Flash, but like on cocaine, on steroids. Bad problem. Not, not good. Other shakeup at Marvel this week. Did y'all see that... Uh, Victoria Alonso uh, has left Marvel Studios. She was fired by all accounts. Um, she's one of the main producers. Victoria Alonso. She's one of the main producers. Her, Kevin Feige, and there's one other dude whose names you always see like the first three. Um, but I think most recently she was the president of visual effects um, and in charge for all visual effects at Marvel. Um, and some really bad stuff came out about her and the way that she treated some of the visual effect workers um, in the real world. So that's... Uh, were they and, were they not winning enough Oscars? Were they not winning enough visual effects Oscars? They're like, James Cameron is running laps around you right now. And dude, speaking of James Cameron, there's a nine-hour cut of Avatar 3 rumored to be to be uh, ready, for, uh, ready for release. I won't soon. even watch six uh, hours of the first two movies. So... I don't know why he thinks I'm going to watch really nine hours of that one. A nine-hour cut? Yeah. That's like LeBron yeah. James' description Crumpin of Hump. The Godfather. 
Can you imagine how much it sucks to be an actor in that world and have no idea if your character is even going to be in the movie? Because to film a nine-hour movie to cut it down to what I have to assume is going to be a watchable time, entire storylines and people and maybe even groups of people are going to be removed from that movie. I feel worse for the visual effects artist that was like, sure. Son of, uh, I edited two and a half hours of this movie and it's all cut! Yeah, that would be the worst. Um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has been uh, reviewed by 377 uh, critics and it's at 47% tomato meter. Oh no. Um, oh yeah. no. I know, that's Yeah, not... the good people of the tomato meter are always so accurate. Sure. <laughs> Sometimes they, unfortunately, sometimes they get it more right than I want them to. I'm really hoping they're wrong here. But they scored the first one very highly. So yeah, what did they score? What did they score? Puss in Boots. I have that number off the top of my. Find head. it. Find it now. I'm also, I'm also interested. In all I know why is you that care. Puss in Boots is supposed to be. I've I look. All I've heard is that it's incredible. I've not seen it yet, but it's still in theaters and it's doing gangbusters. So I think it may be. I think it may be due for me soon. Yeah, we're going to have to ponder that for a minute. I love that um, you are a late adopter to Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> the character originated in 2004. I really got to see, I, but he got to see what the rest of the world thinks about it before <laughs> he's really got to go dive in. Um, and then uh, Crawford, uh, a YouTuber uh, named Colin, uh, commented on our, uh, on our video of the villain podcast, super villain uh, yeah. draft, and uh, specifically about the part of the spelling bee when we said that Rolf's team would win, and his response was just "Ain't Ultron a computer?" SMH, which I feel him on that. We probably overlooked the fact that I had a computer on my team, a supercomputer on my team, and uh, he didn't win. Yeah, but also like Rolf and I just really didn't want you to win. And if if you weren't going to bring it up for your own team, I was not going to point it out for you. Sure. No, that's fair. Yeah. That seems fair. And then finally, a live action hybrid remake of the Aristocats is in work at Disney. Come on. Who's who's in for that? Anybody? Just me? Did they they just have too many leftover animations from the movie Cats? And we're like, we got to do something with this. We rendered all of this work. We might as well put it. I've got Dame Judi Dench as a cat. What am I going to do with it? Also, I I love the Aristocats. That movie. That's one of my favorites. Yes. 100%. It's a good movie. Yeah, I'm I'm fired up. I'm just. I was excited about, like, The Little Mermaid, too. Um. Not the Little Mermaid two is in the number, but like you know, just in addition, like the live action version. I'm really kind of belaboring this point, um, and <laughs> I just haven't, I haven't really in, enjoyed the screenshots that I'm seeing from it because it seems like they really are like, hey, this is what real fish look like, and real fish are just kind of gross looking. Sure, know? no, yeah, I made a similar point a couple weeks ago. Yeah, oh no, finally, finally, Christopher Nolan's film Oppenheimer is reportedly three hours long. Perfect. His longest film yet. That was all. Um, man, I'm really sad about some stuff going on. I'm also really happy about some stuff going yes, on. Yes, William? I just wanted to ask what movies aren't three hours anymore. That's going to be my hot sports opinion that we talk about in our next episode. Tune in. Nice. Um, guys, this week I discovered a show on Netflix called Shadow and Bone. Have yeah. you heard of this? Yeah, I watched the first season. I have heard of it. 
I've not watched it. I've got one more episode left in season one. No spoilers, please. I described this as Russian Avatar, um, the last airbender. <laughs> the same thing, but they're just uh, okay, Russian okay, instead. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, and Ben Barnes is great. I think the lead actress is also great. She does what my wife calls blink acting, um, where instead of like conveying a lot of emotion on her face, she just blinks a whole lot and darts her eyes back and forth to like <laughs> make it seem like she's really emotional, which I think was probably like made famous by Kristen Stewart in the uh, Twilight movies. Sure. When she called it blink acting, I was like, oh my God, that's perfect. It is blink <laughs> acting. That's what that is. Um, so I'm really enjoying that. I'm going to finish the first season here this week and then move on to season two. I really liked that show though. Should I not get my hopes up, Crawford? You didn't look very excited. I liked it. It was it was fine. I didn't think it was anything to like write home about, really break the bank over. But I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't have too many qualms about it. it. Most fantasy things are either um like good and enjoyable, or like revolutionary, or are hot flaming garbage. Like yeah. The, they are really, really extremes, and then you get this nice middle ground of like, oh, above average, good time, no need to talk about it anymore. Sure. Um, and that it falls into that one for me. I don't think you're going to yeah. be upset watching it. You're also not going to be like, I, I don't know if this is based on a book or not. It probably was. It is. Yeah. And so there's probably people out there being like, this is the worst adaptation I could ever imagine. Sure. Because everybody gets hot and bothered about their, their favorite things. Um, I I thought it was enjoyable. It's way better than The Wheel of Time, which is a book that I'm reading. And I hated the show adaptation of it. That was the worst adaptation I could ever imagine. There it is. There it is. Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. The Google images of Shadow and Bone do not make me want to watch this show. Yeah. So. I, uh, for those that haven't heard, it's a fun little fantasy thing, story, that's kind of cool. I should have seen more twists coming than I did. I found myself going, what? And going, wait, obviously that was going to happen, you idiot. Uh, but I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying it. And then, guys, I, I think I was born like 30 years uh, too early. Because the kids these days have some incredible Marvel content on the mm-hmm. animated series and Disney+. Plus. And my daughter, my three-year-old, has gotten really into Spidey and his amazing friends. Nice. Which has the opening, which is done by Fallout Boy. Amazing. Which is just fun for me to listen to after every seven-minute episode. But there's like seven that also explains. That explains your like all of your Fallout Boy texts. Because I'm like, man, Kyle's really having a late-life late life renaissance on Fallout Boy. Yeah. I just, He's I like, they came little... out with a new album. I was like, yeah, man, they still make music. Like, <laughs> I didn't know. They haven't stopped. <laughs> I didn't know. When I heard, when I heard, is it Stump? Patrick Stump? I heard his voice going, whoa, whoa. And I was like, that is Fallout Boy. And I ran into the other room. And Sophie's there. She knows all of the superheroes. She knows Iron Man. She knows Elektra. She knows Doc Ock. She knows Rhino. That's She's great. killing it. I'm so happy that this is a thing. I'm really, really, I'm really fired up that Marvel's done this for me. Um, because there's like 17 little spin-off TV shows that are all like six minute episodes apiece with a bunch of Marvel heroes. She knows Thor and she'll say Hulk smash every time Hulk comes on. I'm just living the dream, man. I'm so excited. <laughs> I need to be I mean, of that. That sounds we, adorable. We we had like we had the uh Spider-Man, the the amazing the Spider-Man and the Super Friends or something. We, we had Ice. we had the uh animated X-Men. Yeah, that was that was our big one. Yep. 
Yeah, and the Windward Spider-Man and Iceman and Firestar. Or a lot of Batmans. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway. Justice League was really big when we were kids, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. talking more like when you're like three, four, five. You know, this they're getting the kids into this super early, which is genius marketing for them. Um, so that's been my week. Lots of Shadow and Bone and lots of Spidey and his friends, which is just incredible. Uh, Baker, what have you been watching, man? Thanks for asking, Kyle. Um, geez, I, uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, Taskmaster on YouTube. It is quite fun. Um, I spoke to you both about this in person, and you guys were both like, ugh, I roll, but it's totally worth it, especially if your name is Drew Crawford, because I think that you would really enjoy it. I do enjoy silly. it. I've seen it. Yeah. So so we watched a lot of Taskmaster. Um, I have been watching some, uh, some shrinking on uh, Apple TV+. Plus. I have also I been really shrinking. Enjoying. Um, I, I would be done with it. I find it that enjoyable, but I've been watching it with Chloe and she finds it quote unquote emotionally exhausting, which I don't get, but I, I'm with Chloe I guess on that it one. is kind of, I, I, I don't, I, I guess I don't understand. What is it that's emotionally exhausting about it to you? Just the whole thing. It's the whole thing. We just can't a just, lot, a lot of, yeah, we can't just have one episode where everybody's happy and stuff happens. It's gotta be. They gotta, they gotta try to make you feel stuff every episode, and I'm just kind of tapped out. That's fair. It does feel like uh, like Bill Lawrence is really trying to be dramatic, but funny still. I've enjoyed it, though. It's nice to see uh, Jason Seagal in a um, uh, Seagal. Seagal. It's nice to Jason, see Jason Seagal. Uh, J- uh, Steven Seagal <laughs> is a different Seagal. person. Yeah. It's not my fault. I'd love to see a movie it's starring both of those, though. Wow! If if yeah, like Steven Seagal I, plays like Jason Siegel's like crazy cool dad who's really into karate, yeah. and Jason Siegel's yeah. like, listen, yeah, I'm just be, like the regular guy bad. trying to raise my kid, you know. And Steven Seagal's like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise your kid to be a bad. <laughs> I think they actually made this movie, and it's called Daddy's Home. It's called so, Grown Ups. <laughs> oh yeah, Daddy's Home. Daddy's Home. Um, yeah, so, but I've been, I've been enjoying that. We're like two thirds through that and the finale was this last week. So, um, I saw the new Scream in theaters a couple weeks ago and it was a Scream movie. Um, sure. if you like Scream movies, you will walk out of that and go, that was a Scream movie. And then you'll have <laughs> like, opinions about where it ranks. Cocaine Bear was the other thing I watched. I've watched a lot of violent movies lately. I've yeah. seen. I've actually been to. I've noticed you've been pretty I've violent. Been to a movie. I, that's true. I've been to a movie three weeks in a row now, uh, which is unprecedented for me, and uh, all of them are quite graphic. So I need to probably examine that. But luckily, I have a counselor <laughs> that I can bring that up with. So, um. I could talk about all the nerdy guitar YouTube videos that I'm watching, but that's no, please God, show. please God, Crawford, what are you watching? Maybe. Uh, so Maybe I've been watching all the things on Disney Plus and Apple TV. Uh, I've been watching Shrinking and Ted Lasso, uh, which have both been very fun. Uh, both um, Bill Lawrence, so good for him, just making all the money. Very proud of him, and that I could support him through all of his Scrubs fame. Um, yes, William. 
I was going to say, Kyle, this was actually a piece of cinema news that I saw that I would be very curious to get y'all's like 30 second opinion on. Bill Lawrence said that a Scrubs reunion movie is all but inevitable. Did you see that? No. <sighs> I don't want it. So Kyle says Kyle says no, he doesn't want it. Drew, what do you think? I just took a deep sigh. Because I'll see it. I, and I, I, I don't yeah, want no, no, I don't no. want to see it. But I, I'll, That's how but I I'll felt. see it. I literally thought I literally thought I'm going to have to go see that movie when it comes out. Sorry. Is it allowed? Yeah. I said it twice now. Get the bleep button. That's fine. Uh, but see, if I say it, then people are going to think I said something like and that's just like way worse. <laughs> Let's just get them all out while we're here. Kyle, I hope, I hope you're quick on the trigger finger. <laughs> Because I've been watching some <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> 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 speaking, of, uh, speaking of that, I've also been watching a bunch of stuff on uh, Disney Plus because they've been giving me more Star Wars material, <laughs> which I really appreciate. Uh, the Mandalorian is yeah. fantastic, and I yeah. absolutely love it. Even when they give me the one-off episodes where I'm like, I get it. You didn't have enough time. This story is loosely put together. Still great. Still great. Grogu is out here just doing the cutest stuff possible. Uh, he, I think they mentioned it at the end of one of the episodes where the, they were saying, like, we literally asked ourselves, like, what is the cutest thing he could do in this scene? All right, make that happen. Wow. Did you catch the two big <laughs> Easter eggs in the last episode? Ugh, uh, maybe. Tell me them now. I'll tell you if I saw them, too. Uh, well, when the dude's getting his brain fried, he tells the catfish guy, it's a trap! And oh, the yeah. the catfish guy just looks at him. Yeah, the yeah. second one, did you notice the actor that saved Grogu at the end? Mm. We're, you're, okay. I do know this, I do know this one, but... I think you're one episode behind, but yeah. Oh, am I one episode behind? Uh-huh. Oh, no. Oh, well, yeah, the the Jedi who saves Grogu at the end is Baker. It's not Baker. Baker. Jar Jar Binks. The actor who played Jar Jar Binks. Oh, nice. Pretty cool that they let him have a redemptive, a redemptive stint on Star Wars again. Because Lord knows he needed it. I, uh, I felt like Captain America in that moment because I don't watch Mandalorian. But as soon as you brought it up, I was like, I understood that. I get that reference. Yeah. <laughs> so That's fun. That was fun for me. And then I've also been watching The Bad Batch, which uh, I've talked about a lot before. Still very good. Uh, you can tell the episodes that are coming out right now are important because the animation is ten times better. Um, it's very fun. Love it. Um, the other things I were watching were also pretty violent. I watched John Wick 1 through 3 in anticipation for John Wick 4. I uh, had uh, consumed that all in one day. That was all... Uh, like... A glorious nirvana for my brain to be like, listen, we're going to give you the best movies America has to offer. Uh, wow. Here you go. From 7 a.m. to midnight, just just go nuts. Here you go. Uh, wow. The other one I watched was Boondock Saints, uh, and that was so yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, we watched it in honor of St. Patty's Day. I know that was a little while before this, but... Um, I've just been holding on to that one for a while. It's still one of my favorite movies. It's so, like, low budget, but still well done. 
and Willem Dafoe just brings so much energy and magic to it. And Norman Reedus before he was from The Walking mm. Dead. And just with not even trying with his accent. Not even a, sure. not for a second did he try. <laughs> not for one second did he try. That's a great movie. I forgot how good the movie was. Some some people could argue that Boondock Saints walked so that John Wick could run. I would argue that now and at ad nauseum. Um, yeah. I also very quickly would like to take a detour to Crawford's Corner. Do 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 do. Crawford's Corner is the song. A couple things that came out recently: a beef. Kyle, you sent me this trailer. This looks wild. Uh, I don't remember it, so you're going to have to remind Oh, me. no. <laughs> um, it, I can't remember their names, which is going to be a problem. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, Ali Wong and the guy from Invincible and The Walking Dead. Steven Yun. Yep. Um, so they are... Yeah, they like are just some... Normal Americans doing their lives, kind of stressed out, and then they like have a hatred for one another that pops up from like a road rage incident, and their whole lives become about like destroying the other one. Oh, it looks yeah, yeah, yeah. very funny and also like very stressful. Like, Will, you talked about earlier something being emotionally taxing. This is gonna be that one. Um, but it looks like a very dark humorous movie that's i hope gonna help a lot of angry americans have like a cathartic experience it looks very very funny but also like ooh, this could be any of us like at the like wrong day wrong time like it's it's off now like i'm just they understand that like they're being crazy but they're they're just committed to it anyway it looks very very funny um Another one, I don't know if this is a DreamWorks or a Disney. I think it's DreamWorks, but it's Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it looks like somebody wanted to make something that was closer to Inside Out and ended up making something that was closer to Red. So we'll see. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it's about, like, a girl who's a Kraken. She's, like, literally a Kraken. Okay. But she, like, goes to, uh, like, Earth to, like, want to, like hang out with humans and is like ashamed of her kraken heritage but then like has to turn into a kraken to defeat the evil mermaids i don't know boy you're talking about the pixar red i thought you were talking about uh retired and extremely dangerous oh no oh i could i could see i could see the (laughs) confusion yeah for sure uh yeah wow that could that could sit me down a whole different set of of criteria Um, I was like, guys, they missed the mark. (laughs) So I don't think it's going to be great. But it looks kind of fun. I don't know. I'll I'll take Will's approach to Puss in Boots on this one and let everybody else see it and tell me if it's good or not. Sure. Um, It's always a good good approach. There is a preview out for Lucky Hank, a new AMC show starring Mm, Bob Odenkirk, where uh, he looks like he's going to be a very funny but broken college professor. Uh, Bob Odenkirk playing the everyday man who just has had enough of it and can't take it anymore. A very new role for him. Imagine that. Sure, yeah. Imagine that. Uh, But hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And don't stretch yourself as an actor. Just cash checks. I don't, like, it's easy. And then finally, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season five. 
um, preview has finally come out, not just the um, teaser, and it looks interesting. Uh, I'm a big Maisel fan myself. Uh, I'm a big fan of Gilmore Girls as well. Same uh, Amy Sherman Palladino. So Amy Sherman Palladino. Yeah, absolutely love what she's doing. Uh, I was very disappointed by A Year in the Life, and so I'm very nervous. Uh, that's the uh, four-episode Netflix stint on Gilmore Girls that came out several years oh. later. That okay. was like the hey, here's the wrap up as we all to the to the show you love. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Uh, and so I'm very nervous that that they were like, "Hey, here's the end to the show you love," and that it's gonna be pretty. But uh, the trailer gives it hope. I think it gives it hope. So we'll see. Uh, I'm I'm expecting good things, and I can't wait for it to come out on Amazon Prime. This has been Crawford's Corner. That was Crawford's Corner. That's the song. All right, guys. Don't do anything else. Let's get to it. Listener, uh, stick around for our next episode. We're talking John Wick next. Cut. <laughs>